0: Hey, what's going on? Jordan Taylor here. Welcome to another episode of Starta. Stop talking and really take action. So this week's episode, super cool, a little bit different. Haven't done an episode like this one before. It's kind of cool, it's kind of exciting, talking about the more personal side of entrepreneurship, particularly in some issues that face a lot of the entrepreneurial types, but could really face anybody. And my guest this week speaks from the male perspective, the one that I personally identify with as well, but I really think a lot of what we're covering in this week's episode can really apply to any gender. I think it's something that I thought was worth talking about. It was really cool. met this really cool guy out while actually doing some lift driving. I'll probably do another video or another episode talking about that whole experience. But we do talk about that a little bit in this week's episode. So my guest this week is going to be Craig Cameron. And he offers some top tier coaching and help. Uh, for guys trying to conquer video game and porn addiction. But like I said, I think this could technically apply to anybody of any gender. So Craig Cameron is a relentless entrepreneur and the founder and CEO of Chosen for Greatness Inc. He has created an addictions coaching program designed to help men between the ages of 18 to 35 conquer video game and pornography addiction and actualize their full potential. I will be sure to include all of Craig's socials and links and all that good stuff in the description and show notes for this episode. But other than that, I just want to throw it right to my conversation with Craig. So check it out.
1: definitely interesting how this episode came to be yeah because essentially i was heading to go see a client or Mm. like a, a potential client who's now a client and you and i ended up bumping into each other and we're talking about super mundane regular shit like the weather how traffic is whatever is the topic of the day yeah and then i remember i asked you specifically what you did and you ended up mentioning that you you edit videos for content creators And I was like, whoa, like I'm actually in the process of becoming a content creator. Mm -hmm. And naturally, the conversation of what my content is came up. And I ended up explaining to you that my content is centered around helping men in particular overcome addiction. But yeah, and far as far as the addiction is concerned, we're looking at video games and, and porn. So even though it's not a relationship of causality, there's a co Yeah. So we didn't have enough time to finish our conversation, but I remember telling you that if we, if we ever get just a few minutes longer than what we had, I was like, I can break it down for you and explain, because it's something that I've overcome, how deep it really goes. So now today we're actually going to go down the rabbit hole and, and we'll, we'll give you the the full insight into why it's necessary, why I'm doing it, where I came from and who I'm trying to help.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's going to be super powerful. And I, the other reason why I was so excited to do this with you is because it's, it's a little bit of a change of pace from the stuff I normally do. It's usually centered around, you know, business entrepreneurship, even sometimes like content creation and whatnot. Um, But I think this ties in really close together and kind of hits a point of, like you said, like there there being a correlation, Mm -hmm. right? Especially to as like ambitious as entrepreneurs are, we're also very susceptible to a lot of this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? We all have our vices,
1: right? So... And, and it does relate to, to entrepreneurship in the sense that just about every entrepreneur that I can think of found a problem and fixed it yeah, and basically got paid to fix it. Yep. So different people have different philosophies. Some people are like, hey, if concrete's what what's hot, just do concrete, make as much money as possible. Other people are like, no, find something that you're passionate about and then something that you would do for free and do that and then look for the opportunities where you can be compensated. So for myself, I realized internally that all the things that that I had achieved up to the point where I am right now in life came as a result of decisions that I made to get rid of my vices. Right. And I'm looking around my family, I'm looking at multiple cousins, three cousins, I'm looking at my immediate family and I'm seeing guys doing the same exact shit that I was doing where you're just absolutely sucked into video games. For way too long, so for me, outside of helping guys with addiction, I am an entrepreneur. Right? Yeah. So I I do help my family businesses become profitable. I'm the business development manager. So I help my family's trucking business, which I incorporated, and that's a super long story that we won't get to today. <laughs> I also help my other cousins who are in construction. So when you met me, I was actually trying to secure a prime contractor, but. I also realized that deeper than that, deeper than making money, I can help guys who suffered from the same affliction. And I'm going to call it an affliction that I had. Yeah. And where it really starts is figuring out, okay, everything costs something, no matter what it is. If you want to be an amazing athlete, it's going to cost you time. It's probably going to cost you relationships. You're not going to be able to eat, you know, the regular shit that regular human beings would eat, like... Exactly. You probably yeah. have to limit McDonald's and things of that nature. So on the flip side, when you're playing video games, you're essentially taking that time that could be spent doing anything
0: else—literally anything, anything else—and
1: else, just getting a dopamine hit. So we'll go more into detail yeah, about this. That that's and, that's and, a and, huge and, one. And the validation is electronic. You're getting like electronic certificates that. Unfortunately, and and I'm gonna offend the hardcore gamers, but you're getting validation that doesn't mean shit. Yeah, it literally means nothing. So, I remember I went to a party, um, and this is when I was in university. So I went to a college party, well, like a like a frat party during during uni, and I remember looking at people and observing them talk. And at that point, I realized that I can't say to anyone, "Hey guys, I'm really good at Halo." and expect for the girls to be like oh my god yeah. this fucking this mac daddy this guy is like he's like he's a g no it doesn't it doesn't work that way yeah nobody but nobody's
0: getting wet for gamers no like that.
1: and <laughs> if, if you have a passion i'm not saying don't pursue your passions just make sure that whatever passion you're pursuing is maximizing your potential right so i created a brand mm-hmm. it's called children for greatness that's that's the company that was incorporated so Children for greatness inc And then all of my handles, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, and YouTube, it's just CFG Lifestyle. And then I have a website, CFGLifestyle.com. So I'm in the midst of editing my final content and I'll be pushing it out en masse. But I want people to realize that video game addiction, as prevalent as it is, it's it's not normal in the sense that we weren't meant. To sit in front of our computer screen All waking hours of the day And accomplishing things That really don't have any real life application Right So you may be in a level 87 mage And you may have unlocked The top tier arcane magic spell But you're still just sitting at home In front of a fucking screen Yeah With no impact on the outside world And that's not what we were meant to do Especially as men Yeah so, my motto is basically it's unhook, so like you want to disconnect from from the video game world so unhook, untether and unleash mm. and basically, if you're still sucked in to video games, that means there's a part of you that's that's tethered to it, so like you're you're connected, yeah, right so I'm sorry, not unhook unplug, but same thing so unplug yeah untether unleash so if you don't stop and you stay plugged in you're naturally going to have an emotional connection to a fucking video game outcome yeah so you sit there and, and i'm talking from experience where i had to make a choice in my life between and at different stages in my life at first it was okay well it's either video games or dating women right I couldn't do both. There's 24 hours in a day. If I spend eight sleeping, I spend eight working or or doing like classwork, schoolwork. And then I spend another, let's say two eating. Then I spend another, Mm -hmm. let's say one grooming myself. Then if I have to go to work or go to class, let's Mm -hmm. say spend another one to two hours traveling. Maybe, maybe with a couple hours left per day, I can do something super productive. Put maybe 100 hours into something that will really benefit me. If you put 100 hours into fighting, you'll be better than 99% of the human population. Just 100 hours. Yeah. You'll know how to throw a punch. You'll know how to slip a punch. You won't panic in the same ways that regular people will panic. If you spend 100 hours in the gym, whether that's over a month, two months, well, you're not going to do it over a month, but let's say over two, three months, you're going to look drastically different. if you spend a hundred hours learning an instrument you can actually become an entertainer you can go to a party and let's say you can play the guitar and you don't have to show off but the room can gravitate around you and that's still useful in a social setting if you spend a hundred hours studying any money-making hustle or any type of freelancing whether it's video editing whether it's coding whether it's Creating websites, graphic design, just any fucking thing, but video games. It'll actually exponentially improve the quality of your life. Yeah, leaving your house and knowing that if shit hits the fan, you can defend yourself is a peace of mind that most people don't have because mo- most people don't spend the time learning how to defend themselves. Being in shape, same thing. Yep, you look better in clothes when you're when you're in shape. But with video games. It's, it's literally like the matrix where you're just fucking plugged in and you constantly have to beat the next level. You have to complete the next achievement, or let's say you're a first person shooter kind of person. You have to get your, your KD ratio, which is your kill death ratio. You want it to be one or higher. You want people to know that you're so good that you've actually managed to kill more people than you're killed by. And these are, these are things that are very, very serious to gamers. Yes. And the number one pushback I get with video games is, oh, well, you can make money. That's the number of people who like, oh, you can make money. So yeah. I know I know three professional gamers personally. And A, there's almost a billion people now playing video games, whether it's a console. Wow. Oh, yeah. Whether it's a console or whether it's um, something in your phone, we look at, let's say, GTA, GTA 5 the latest one that was released I think it's GTA 5 It's sold in the hundreds of millions i think at this point there's it's it's 400 million copies sold 400 million copies sold for one game which means that the other games <sighs> That's fortnite wild. and it, it's listen there's so many people playing video games now that the the developers realized just give the game away for free and then let people buy skins
0: yeah and all the and, and alter their character and
1: get dances and a person will spend 200 300 bucks on a game instead of 50 to 80 bucks if you just sold them buying you just the game because they know they know once you start playing you're hooked and it's it's almost not almost but it's akin to a
0: drug well and and it's like you said cuz you you get kind of those those dopamine hits right of like okay not only and and it's, and bear in mind I'm I'm not a video game person but from what I've seen it's like you know not only am I going through and and whatever the game is shooting people whatever it is um not only am I doing that but now I'm doing it in a cooler outfit right or now I'm doing it with a different color streak on my punch or not, whatever you know and it's not fucking real it's not real so, but it's it's and you know what it is it's um and we could go into a whole listen, like, this is like so deep this thing into it of like this artificial dopamine but, but that's what it so that's why and
1: i don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole yet but essentially men mm-hmm. if we look at and i know mm-hmm. i'm gonna offend some people and that's okay i, I personally don't give a shit but The reason why we got here, when we look at the skyscrapers that are up, when we look at the advancements in in technology, when we look at how we've advanced as a species, from when we were out on the plains, whether you believe it from a sort of a biblical or an Abrahamic religious perspective, where it's like Adam and Eve, or whether you believe holistically in, in the Big Bang and evolution, and you don't think religion has anything to do with that. At some point, human beings started in a super small group Where there was a man and a woman and we were able to advance, not die, and evolve and progress. And part of the reason is because men and women embedded within us is the desire to progress. And we're good at different things. So not to say that a man can't do something that a woman can do or a woman can't do something that a man can do, but... Our civilization, our species was built on the adventurous spirit of men and women. And, and I really speak to the male experience, the the adventurous spirit of, of a man to, to go and brave the world, yeah. to go and build something, mm-hmm. to, to conquer his, his fears, to be a little bit dangerous and but exciting and, and courageous and, and combative. And this spirit that's embedded within us is completely sapped. When you sit there in front of a video game and just put in hundreds and thousands of hours in your fucking room. So I have cousins, I kid you not, who all of their friends are people they've never met. And it's normal. Wow. It's it's normal. No, I swear to God, where you can have a kid, especially if it's um, a parent who may not necessarily be inclined to go outdoors and do things that are exciting they'll let the tv and the internet and the the ipad and the cell phone babysit their kid yeah and then once the kid gets a bit older the kid starts playing video games and then once the kid starts playing video games naturally the kid will start playing online video games so then all of a sudden a community is built just within the kid's room so they so the the individual doesn't really have to leave their room for much yeah like Go to the washroom, go to the kitchen, but really you sleep there eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. If you have a job, maybe you go to your job. You maybe. go to your job eight hours, maybe. A lot of a, a lot of guys who get really addicted to this stuff don't even really too many I will say don't even have jobs. But you're you're in your room in this community that really only exists artificially. Yeah. And that's perfectly normal. So now we have an entire generation of men who are becoming more and more docile, and there's a purpose for that. Um, without getting too far down the rabbit hole, when you look at any revolution that's, that's ever taken place, at its core, whether it's women having the right to vote, um, black people not being treated as property, um, one nation or the other desiring sovereignty, all of it still comes down to whether or not a group of men band together and say no. Right. Because, unfortunately, unfortunately, violence is intrinsically and inextricably linked to the progression of our species. For example, right. we had to conquer the animals that were competing with us and that would kill us. We, we had to figure out ways to tame them. And once we were able to do that, once we were able to, to find security... In our, in our borders, we would expand. But now, men aren't expanding outside of their room. And that's on purpose. Because if you can get a man to believe that it's perfectly normal to sit down in your room all day, not exercise, eat bad food, consume only what they see on the, on the internet,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then just do that day after day after day after day after day. You're not going to be faced with a bunch of men who have a sense of adventure. You're not going to be faced with a bunch of men who are brave, who are masculine, who are living up to their potential, who might turn around and tell you no, depending on what it is you're trying to push forward. So for me, it hits close to home because I see a lot of guys who hit 30, 35, 40, and they're just a waste of what could have been and at the core of it i'm i'm not kidding is this normalcy of just playing video games constantly and getting a sense of achievement
0: from essentially a computer program wow and like it's funny i was i was having this conversation with somebody the other day um that i'm noticing uh more and more men developing this and 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 i feel like there's a correlation here and you can probably speak to it better than me but i feel like there's this correlation uh between men who are getting those artificial hits of dopamine and having this resentment or anger towards women who don't respond positively to their overall let's, energy. Let's, to Do be honest, know?
1: since since we can kind of take the gloves off, you look at school shooters, all of them, all of them are people who are not popular. Right. All of them yeah. are people who essentially are involuntarily celibate. Maybe with the exception of one or two. I'm talking about the, the guy in, in Toronto who drove his fucking van. Into yeah. a crowd of people was an incel. I
0: was just and, and say, this I remember, is the word now. I remember yeah.
1: talking to my cousin about this, and then she said to me, she said, But look at him. How can he expect to get positive results from women? But if you're spending time that you could spend making yourself better, playing video games on the internet, plugged in constantly and tethered, tethered to the to the artificial internet world. As opposed to connecting to the real world, then yeah, you'll never unleash your potential. You're
0: gonna be bitter and you're gonna lash out and potentially get violent. And 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 it can it can definitely manifest itself in that way. But I think even also still, like I see it with some of my male friends too, that like um I, I don't wanna put them on blast or anything, but I have this one friend who we 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 joke about like how we are with women, mm-hmm. like and how we differ, right, all the time. And he will, like, we'll go out, um, or we've gone out in the past, and I'll approach women he won't. And this is not to put myself up on any kind of pedestal or whatever, but but just the difference in behavior. He wants, he he finds it easier when a woman approaches him, right? Uh, Wouldn't he, that be awesome? <laughs> right? <laughs> hey. he, he, won't, <laughs> he won't approach a woman because it's that fear of rejection. Of course. Right? And then... I'm like, well, dude, that's part of the process. Listen, listen, listen. Like, like you're, you're not gonna get better men, at talking to women by not l- l- talking to l- women. Listen, listen. Hundreds of years ago,
1: men were afraid that some beast, whether it's a lion or a bear or a tiger, would come and, and kill them. Men were, men were afraid some beast would come and kill them, some, some leopard, whoever, some predator yeah. would come and kill them. Less than 100 years ago, Men would run towards gunfire. So, like, I don't know if you've ever been to the range. Hopefully, heaven forbid, you've never been in a situation where there was a shooting. But the sound of a bullet is enough to make your adrenaline spike completely, and then your hair basically go on edge, and then the back, of your, the the hair on the back of your neck go on edge, and just have your heartbeat just completely, you know, go nuts. Yeah, and It is fascinating that we've exchanged those fears for a fear of rejection and a fear of getting canceled.
0: That's a big part.
1: That. Imagine (laughs) men that that's what we're afraid of. That's what we're afraid of. Yeah. Why? And it's because, and this is, this has happened over a good amount of time. Like it's not something that happened right away, but collectively and, and progressively over the past four or five decades there has been a deliberate effort to demoralize men and to pacify men and to make us more docile and to make us more, more feminine and more submissive. And all of these things, First, there has to be a, a reason because a lot of these systems work harmoniously to make sure that, especially as, as, as a man, but even as a woman, I just speak to the male experience because because I'm coming from that.
0: Right, of I'm course. I'm in that.
1: I can relate to that. But all of these things work harmoniously to prevent you from actualizing your potential. And why? And even if I, I can't say perhaps why because everyone has their own theory, it's yeah. just it is a shame to know that if they don't get you with food, if they don't get you with drugs, if they don't get you with alcohol. And by they, I just mean... The, the, the system the system yeah right the the matrix if it's not with with the fears of of what's going on present day then eventually fine video games and that's just the one that's we haven't even gotten to porn which which is unfortunately inextricably linked it's not a relationship of, of causality but there is a correlation so now and bef- and we're not even done yet but before, I was saying that the number one pushback that I get, oops, the number one pushback that I get is you can make money. So talking to professional gamers, and we were saying, I was saying that there's close to a billion people now who Which have video crazy. games. Which is crazy. Less yeah. than 1%, less than 1%, I think it was 10% of 1% of all people who play video games are in a position to play for money. So if you're going to make money on a video game, you know what you're going to have to do? Let's say it's, and this is a fairly popular title, let's say it's it's Overwatch or it's Destiny or it's Fortnite. Yeah. You have to sink thousands of hours into the game. Thousands. So people are like, oh, like it really helps with your hand-eye coordination. Go play a fucking sport.
0: Yeah. Like, that, that'll help even more. It's crazy. It's, and also it's, it's insane. like... insane. Like your hand-eye coordination to do what? To play more video games? <laughs> <laughs> and so that so this
1: is why and but I listened to the justifications and I realized at their core video games are a coping mechanism right it's a way for you to still derive joy from the world, validate your your existence, receive a sense of accomplishment without actually going out into the world and doing as such right that's that's really but what i'm I'm trying to get to Especially with the people that I see closest to me Who need the most help Is that there's no artificial substitute For genuine human experiences And the world is telling us the opposite The world is telling you no Plug in even further into the matrix The metaverse now makes it more real than ever Yeah. So now there's more incentive To spend your life in your room You can shower in there You can order food from there you don't have to you don't have to take it off. And that's the problem because that's where we're heading.
0: Yeah.
1: slowly but surely. And if, if we can just if we can help unplug and untether even a few people, I have the humble belief that the world will be better for it. Some mm-hmm. people might think, no, like there are there are people who who I've spoken to, I don't want to give them too much airtime, but who <laughs> truly believe that men are nothing but a scourge on society there there are people that think that masculinity is inherently oppressive and it's inherently violent and you know it's something that we we really have to do our best to taper and tame but all of our innovation comes not all of it but a lot of the innovative things that we see like spaceships yeah planes supercars smartphones a lot of the the like even living in a in a condo, being in skyscrapers, a lot of this ingenuity comes from the masculine imperative. Yes, is it always sunshine and rainbows? I agree, it's, it's not. But to to try to zero that out and to make men more docile in order to do that, and then think that that's going to help society, I think is backwards. I think it's ass backwards. But I do live in fear and terror. That more and more people are adopting that worldview. Yeah. So more and more people will tell you, no, it's it's perfectly normal. If a guy wants to stay in his room all day, fuck it. You know, if he doesn't want to go to the gym, oh, well. If he doesn't want to be combat ready in order to protect his loved ones, oh, well, who cares? If he doesn't want to create art that he can share with the world, no worries. If he doesn't want to build anything, he just want to learn anything, it's fine. And I don't think that's okay. Yeah. Because I know for for me... Um, just going back to to video games in in particular, I have sunk thousands of hours into games, and I'm not as bad as as some of my friends and my colleagues. Thousands of hours that I'll wow. never get back. Yeah. So I um my big thing was RPG video games. So they're okay. role playing games. Yeah. So you assume the role of the character. So you start out as level one. Sometimes it's medieval, sometimes it's actually futuristic, but your character's level one, then you do some missions or you fight bad guys and then you upgrade and you get more tools for your quests and then you get buddies and it's like you're a part of the story. So I remember one role-playing game in particular, I had beat the role of the game. And when I looked, because it tallies, the good thing about video games is that they tally your time. I saw three Hundred and thirty-seven hours. Jesus, three hundred and and I'm going to tell you the truth. Talk to guys that really play video games, and they'll tell you, "Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad.
0: Wow,
1: that's not bad." Yeah, three hundred thirty in one fucking video game. And then a lot of these video games, but but the thing is, you get the you get the secret character, you beat the secret boss, you get the secret weapons, right? And it just keeps oh, like here, do this mission, do that mission. So you're running around doing all these missions and in your mind, you're getting a sense of accomplishment and achievement. So you're just continuing to plug in. So now, even though I should be doing something else, I'm tethered. I'm tethered to the game. So when I realized I had a problem and that I could help other people was when I, my phone, my phone would go off and I would get angry. My phone would go off. My, my, my actual friends would call me like, hey, do you want to go out? Do you want to do this? And I'd be like, man, like, leave me the fuck alone because I'm, I'm trying to complete a mission in a fucking game. I know. And it, it can't wait. So I'm, I'm looking at myself play video games, and I realized, damn, at the end of my my journey to beat this game, I spent 337 fucking hours to do this. And what's crazy is I'm getting all these achievements. Oh, I unlocked the secret weapon. I unlocked the secret character. I fought the secret boss. I got this secret treasure and I'm getting these dopamine hits and I'm, I'm feeling a sense of achievement and I'm so plugged in that now I'm emotionally tethered to the game. Yeah. So now I have to, I have to keep completing it. You know, I don't, I don't want to just beat it the normal way. I want to, what you call max out the game. So, so Sony, they have a, they have a reward system where it's not enough to just play the game. You have to beat the game under various conditions. So maybe you beat it on normal mode, but after you beat it on normal mode, which, you which spent go. 200 fucking hours, then you can do it on hard mode. But when you start on hard mode, you get to keep some of your items from normal mode. And now hard mode is going to take you another 250 hours. But you can do what's called platinuming the game. So platinum means, so they give you badges, they give you various badges, you know, silver, gold. And then the highest level is, is, is platinum. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, platinum means you have to do the game. You have to beat it multiple times for that fucking platinum award. And there are guys like me, because I was that guy. But like, yeah, man, I've, I've I've platinumed the game. Like, this is awesome. I've uncovered all the secrets, all the secret bosses. And I I remember when I realized, when I started to realize I had a problem, and it didn't even click in at the time but I would play and and this is a particular game it was called Skyrim and I would play Skyrim and I would play it until I got headaches so physically like my body had to stop me from playing so I would wake up this is when I was in I was in uni and I didn't have to work that much so I would play and play and play and play like I'd play from morning to night or I'd play from night until the morning so like I had okay. to like yeah. pull down my, my blinds so that way the sun wouldn't interfere with, with
0: your ability with my, to
1: play the game. And I'm and I'm I'm fucking I'm in it. It's like I'm I'm plugged in, I'm dialed in, I'm tethered, I'm I'm doing this. And it got to the point where like my my family, my friends, my colleagues would contact me and I would get angry. I'd be like, What why the fuck are they they bothering me? Like this can't wait. And I've been playing for like eight hours. Jeez. But this is—I'm serious. This is how deep it goes. So I realized, okay, mm, it's not so bad. I'm only doing this for two weeks right. at a time. So once I <laughs> oh, beat man. the game, once I beat the game, then it's not until I, I get another game, and then I plug back in. Right. But I'm like, whatever, man. Like, no, no biggie. So what really made me clue into the fact that I have a I have an issue was when I had met—I had met a female and we had exchanged information, and it went well. Um, We got to talking, and we're supposed to go on a date. And I'll never forget, we set the date for Saturday. And we set it for Saturday at like 3 p.m. during the day. And I remember, I woke up, started playing video games, trying to beat this game, I think it was Star Ocean, one of them at the time, there's like six or seven of them, but when you're in it, you're in it, so I'm trying to beat this game, and I'm maybe a quarter of the way through, and I can't beat it in one day. But I don't want to. I don't want to put aside anything to to get out of this game. So I at this time I wasn't driving, so to get to the meeting spot, I would have to leave my house two and a half hours early. Oh so, wow! Yeah. So if I'm meeting, time. it is. But but you make time. You make time for the things that are worth it. So. I'm thinking to myself, okay, it's one o'clock. I haven't said anything. Let me just see where this goes. So then it hits two o'clock. I'm like, okay, like I gotta like let her know that I need to postpone. So I was like, hey, I know we were supposed to meet at three. Can we just meet at five instead? Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. No worries. Plug back in. So now I'm playing, I'm playing and time just flies by. So now it's like 4.30 fuck i gotta like postpone again because i'm not i'm not leaving because i'm like you have a choice now you can physically leave or you can just try to push it back and then when you don't feel like playing later then you can go on the day so i i text her again i was like hey super sorry make up some bullshit excuse about how i'm like helping my family Mm -hmm. yeah i'm just helping my family with some some shit oh okay no i totally understand so she's at least and this is like I mean, this is a little bit of game for you guys. Like, if you're late, like, just have a good excuse. uh, (laughs) That's all. (laughs) Shameless plug. But so she's like, yeah, no problem. Cool. So I was like, okay, why don't we move it to, at this point, like, 8 o'clock. Like, I buy myself more time. I can get ready. I'll leave at 6. So I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. It's 6 o'clock. I'm not moving. I'm still playing. And I don't have any intention of going. So now I'm like, fuck. I was like, Look. I know, I really want to see you. So how about we postpone until 9 30? So 9 30 gives me gives me another hour and a bit to, to play. We hit eight o'clock now. 8 30. At 8 45, I was like, damn it, okay. I haven't left. I'm not gonna leave. What do I do? <laughs> so then last, last, last ditch, last ditch effort. I was like, honestly, would you be okay to meet like around 10? And at this point, like, most women, if, if, if a woman's listening to this, she's going to be like, honestly, I would have just fucking said no after, like, the, the first, first
0: hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But
1: nonetheless, because we had, like, we had chemistry. And in the moment prior to my video game addiction taking over, yeah, I was, like, super down to me and I was really looking forward to it. But yeah. that's how that's how deep this shit goes. So now we hit 930. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just not going to go. And I tell her that, Hey, like I feel so awful, but I have to cancel. Never ended up seeing her. And, and to be honest, like I didn't really deserve to, I literally chose video games over like my romantic life, but I'll never forget 10 o'clock hit. And I had to pause. I didn't stop playing, you know, that night. I still played till yeah. probably three in the morning, but I paused <laughs> yeah. at 10. I was like, man, you, I was like, Craig, you have to make a choice. You, you cannot date is this was how crazy immersed in video games I was you cannot date and play video games you can't do both yeah so like one like one's gonna have to take precedent over the other so at that point I was like okay um I'm not gonna date myself I'm not gonna give away my age but at that point yeah I'm I'm, I'm still a virgin pretty sure so I'm I'm like, okay, hey, like if you want to remain a virgin, keep doing what you've been doing. So I say, okay, I'm gonna cut down my video game time so I have time for a dating life, and I did that. But I'm still putting in, depending on the week, maybe thirty to fifty hours. That's how much video games I was playing.
0: Thirty to fifty I'm hours. St- a I'm week. still doing thirty. Oh. There's seven
1: days a week, right? That's only. 3 4 hours on some days and then on on Saturday you get up early just put in 10 15 hours just bang out 15 wow. hours Sunday again bang out like 10 hours you're good right so i'm still doing 30 on average so time the years go by and i'm dating and i'm doing okay and it wasn't until 8 years ago where i realized that human beings respond more positively towards you if you're in good shape. Yeah. The better you look is the better people are going to treat you. So I said to myself, okay, Craig, you can take pride in your appearance and you can start working on your fitness or you can continue to play video games. And it wasn't until years later where I was like, okay, I'm going to sacrifice video games even more so that way I can go to the gym and focus on my fitness. So now I'm working on my fitness. I'm I'm I have an active dating life. So I've be I've begun to to unplug and untether and slowly begin to sort of unleash my potential. But I still reached a point where I can't cut the habit. I can't fully cut the habit. Yeah. And the problem is what I realized is. The times, and, and we're gonna like we're gonna have to, to to transfer into another topic, which is a whole different can of worms. But the times where I was the most plugged into video games is when I was jerking off the most. And this is this is the other half of my addiction coaching. Porn.
0: Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode so far and are finding it valuable. If you're curious on how to create content like this, or any kind of video content, either for yourself or as a service to others, I want to give you access to my video editing course, Editing Enhanced. This course is designed to help you get better at editing video content and to take your video editing skills to the next level. Whether you're a complete beginner and just need to understand the basics, or you're pretty confident with editing and want to take things up a notch, this course will have lots for you to take advantage of. Now, there may or may not be a discount code in the description and show notes for this episode, so be sure to have a look out for that and head on over to starta.ca slash editing enhanced to get access to the course. Now, let's get back to the rest of this episode.
1: I was a fanatic. Fanatic. Five times a day. When I woke up, I had to beat off. After I had breakfast, I had to beat off. Before I took a shower, I had to beat off. If I was home during the day doing anything, I'd get bored, I'd have to beat off. And before I went to bed, I would have to beat off. So I'm rubbing one out four or five times a day. Wow. A day, for years on end. And I didn't realize this until two, maybe two, three years ago. Not that long ago. Oh wow. I read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which I Great recommend book.
0: for Great book.
1: everyone to read, especially men. And one of the, the points in that 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 book that resonated with me was the idea that the among the strongest urges and energy that we have as, as men particularly, but it, it also is true for women, is sexual energy. Yeah. And if you can channel that, you can become successful in any endeavor. You can become a, a, a feared opponent in any endeavor. Of life but you have to make the choice to flip that switch and begin to channel your sexual energy into the gym, into working on your business, into developing your skill, into improving your craft, whatever it is. Yeah And I realized that video games go hand in hand with Word. beating off because if you're playing video games, you're probably not working out. If you're playing video games, you're probably not going out. If you're playing video games, let's say you're you're going out, you're not working on your social attractiveness, so you're not working on your humor. You're not working on becoming more socially adept and understanding the nuances of human communicative
0: abilities.
1: None of that's being worked on. All of that is just taking a backseat to video games. And, mm-hmm. and now, to compound the problem, you're beating off the porn. And the problem with, with that is, okay, so you're living in your room. It's hard to get dates when you're, yep. when you're in your room all fucking day. This, this is just <laughs>
0: very difficult.
1: Right? So, so you're, probably not getting, you're probably not getting dates. You're probably not getting a lot of offers for, for human interaction. Then you're substituting that. in the same way that you're substituting video games for a sense of accomplishment for a dopamine hit It's the same way that the human-to-human connection, you're substituting for something that's artificial. Your fucking computer. Your screen, and what's so interesting about human beings that we don't realize is the reason why we're here as a, as a species is because of the fact that men and women have sex. This that, yep. is that's why we're here, right? If, if men and women didn't have sex, they wouldn't being, be here. And the reason why we have sex is because it's an experience, and it's it's hard to relate this to someone who's who's never truly experience what it's like to to have another person share intimacy and companionship with you. However, I'll do my best. You can touch a human being. And I've, I've had this happen to me with many women that I've dated. You can touch a human being and I kid you not feel the equivalent of electrical current go through you. I don't mean in the sense that like if you put a fork into an electrical yeah. outlet, I don't mean it like that. But there, there is there's an electricity, there's an attraction, there's a magnetism that exists yeah. between human beings that can't be replicated. And unfortunately, just like with video games, porn for a lot of us when it comes to intimacy, when it comes to companionship, um, when it comes to any type of, of sexual activity is is acting as a simulator so we're basically so when i say plugged in what i mean is like you're you're for us as men so many of us are living in a fucking simulation and they're telling us it's normal you can play video games all day normal you can beat off all day normal to the point where now there are are women who have to teach men look the things that you see in porn a lot of it is not really how people have sex but the issue with porn and and i was a victim of this the more you 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 jerk off the porn a is eventually is is the the more your frequency will increase just like with video games because these these are addictive
0: practices yeah and right? again with the with with the dopamine hits too right exactly and that's really what it is it's that
1: dopamine it's that hit of dopamine so you're you're getting that from porn so you might start for example watching a boy girl scene mm-hmm. and you know, it may be, it may be, like, mainstream hardcore. So, you know, typical porn script. Oh, fucking pizza, pizza boy. Oh, did you, did you bring the sausage? Oh, ha ha, I guess I do. Here it is. And like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. that, at first. But then you, you watch, you watch a scene now where maybe he shows up to the door and there's, there's two women. And all of a sudden it's, oh, well, you know... We're so lonely. Our boyfriends work all the time. And then the scene progresses and it's one guy with with two women. But then you end up watching that again, but it's with two hotter women. And then you keep watching it again. And then now it's with two even hotter women who don't even have realistic bodies per se. Like they're like top 1%, 2% model types, like the porn star look, like just gorgeous, yeah. um, fairly artificial bodies. Some of them are natural, but just abnormally. But it, like, it
0: just keeps getting higher and higher. Ab- exactly.
1: Abnormally attractive people in situations that will not occur for the average person. Now, if you don't play video games and you don't spend your time drifting off the porn, you can turn yourself into the type of guy that at some point, yes, is having threesomes. That's That's realistic for people who are exceptional. And by exceptional, I mean... They're not spending their time playing video games and getting dopamine hits from artificial sources. Yeah. They're accomplishing shit and doing shit in, in real life. And they're the type of people that maybe two women would be interested in being intimate with. But the problem is you keep watching it and it just keeps pulling you further and further into the abyss. To the point right yeah. now, you can only get off to really, really fucked up shit. So I remember I was reading on a forum and this, this one woman, she commented about how she can only watch um, a certain type of porn that's that's illegal. Where essentially, the person dies at the end of the scene. Wow. And you can't even, you can't even, you can't film that shit. I think you got to go to, like, Germany. Yeah. Like, it's not, you, you call, I think it's called, like, smut. But the person dies. So, like, you can't film that type of shit. But she's, like, she's watched porn so long that she just that, went off the cliff. Just like, I, I remember I dated one chick. And she was telling me that what she likes to watch is humiliation. And when I saw the video, it was some, some chick tied up in public people spitting on her, urinating on her, just, just like crazy, crazy stuff. And I get it. Like, I guess you're living vicariously through this, the scene, um, this, this movie, this shoot, whatever it is. But for men on the other hand, because it's, we're the, we're the initiators of, of, of sex and romance, and then women are the deciders of whether or not it, it, it will continue. Right. Typically, yeah. sex is propositioned as a favor from a man to a woman. I don't want to get too far into this, but if you become a man of a certain caliber, that ends up being flipped. Right. Where, where yeah. sex is actually a, a favor from you to your partner because if you are fulfilling her fantasy and she's having an orgasm and you're meeting her needs... Technically you're doing her a favor. But I I don't want I don't want your female listeners to get too mad at me so I won't go too far <laughs> down that road. But for the average guy, he's watching porn and the problem is, is that his brain is getting accustomed to a very specific stimulus. So if he's watching four women give one guy fellatio, that's what it takes now for his brain to, to achieve harassed. an orgasm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So it's called porn-induced erectile dysfunction, P-I-E-D. So what happens is you watch porn, if you watch porn long enough, you will have trouble, if not impotence, like flat-out impotence, when it's time to have sex with a real person. And I know this because it's happened to me. It's happened to so many men that I know. Where you're with a normal person who looks like a normal person. You're doing things that... I wanna say normal human beings to you, but like I guess in the in the fetish community it'd be called vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah. And it's just not working for you because prior to that, all of your orgasms came from watching other crazy stuff. Just crazy shit. So and this is where I realized with porn that I had a problem. A, if you read the comments in porn, you realize, man, am I really Do I really fit in With with these people (laughs) So like Some of the stuff is Very outlandish Man the most Awkward comments Are are on her porn video So I remember watching This one video And Some guy The whole video Said At the 224 mark She has a broken nail I was like Wow I'm like That person If he doesn't get help Is gonna (laughs) That person is on a watch list Somewhere he was like, and it just—it was so cut and dry. It was just like at two twenty-four, she has a broken nail. I was like, w- what? I'm like all the shit that happened in the scene, and you
0: mean to tell me? But like, you watch it so much, you just become numb to. You become numb to it. Oh, and and you know what's crazy? And and one thing I do want to call out too is like, I think when when we think of oh, um, you know somebody who's addicted to porn or addicted to video games or addicted to any kind of artificial stimulation, right? We think of the 35-year-old overweight dude in his mom's basement. And it could be that, right? Because, you know, that like exists. you said, working out, not really a factor. So, over, you know, obesity, that could be a thing. But it could also be the guy who... You know, if you do still have a day job, it's the guy that you work with at the office sure. that looks like not maybe not in the greatest shape, but like regular. Seems normal. Yeah. Right. I'm, and then next, I have seen 19 year olds,
1: 19 year olds just glued to their computer screen for video games 90 percent of the time and then porn the other 10 percent of the time. Wow. Wow. That's at, 19. that's at 19, you have you have 20 year olds taking Viagra out of necessity. And that's what that's what it'll do to you. It will corrode. And this is the problem, like video games and, and porn, especially when you're not doing it in, in, in moderation. Right? Because there right. are nuances. I'm I understand that everyone's situation is different. So if you're putting in thousands of hours in video games, I'm not gonna advise that you go cold turkey. Same way with if uh, you're heavily involved in porn, I'm not going to advise that you go cold turkey. And thankfully, I do offer um, content that will help you. That is good enough. However, I'm going to go further. And once my videos are edited, I'm going to create a course and gamify it. So that way people can achieve
0: kind of that same
1: thing the that they a similar dopamine hit to yeah, what they'd yeah. be getting from a video game and even though they may not be successful right away dating they can still feel a sense of achievement and and getting closer to having real life human companionship and and intimacy so when you keep tethering yourself to porn cuz you so cuz you become remember it's it's unplug so so stop consuming it untether so like Disconnect emotionally from it. So you have men who are obsessed with porn stars. Why? Because they watch their scenes so much that you begin to feel like you like... You know this person. You like this person. They become your favorite. I know this because I... There was a time where I would spend half an hour trying to look for the right clip. Oh, dude. For For the right fucking clip. And a lot of men... I know a lot of men... Are gonna listen to this and can relate to me. I spent half an hour looking for the right clip. And one time, so so I realized okay, like this this is a bit much because I'm I'm spending I'm spending a good amount of time out of my day, and now like I'm becoming like a connoisseur. Now I'm like I'm getting really selective. Yeah. So I remember one scene in particular, I'll never forget this. It was it was a girl girl scene, Brunette Blonde, and like beautiful, stunning, super gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And they had a canister of whipped cream and they oh took boy. turns dispensing the whipped cream into their anal cavity and then when they were done dispensing the whipped cream into their anal cavities they took turns dispensing or or releasing the whipped cream into each other's oral cavities oh my gosh yep yeah. yep yeah, yep yeah, yep yeah. like this shit it, it just it doesn't stop and your 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 brain We'll be like, okay, hey, what's the next thing then? I've watched this for like weeks, months on end. What's the next thing? I had watched so much porn. I had watched so much porn that my search results, and this is where I realized I was fucked. I was, I was looking for FFM, mature, interracial, amateur, taxi. that's so specific (laughs) that is so specific I'm I'm not talking to people from a place of like oh like how dare you I'm saying like I've been there I've been in the fucking abyss I've been in the fucking abyss and I can tell you it's better on this side if you can pull yourself out of that your life will never be the same because it's, it's so much energy and power that you're giving to porn and video games but I got to a point where I had to... I could only get off. This is this is how bad it got. I could only get off to watching ugly, regular people have sex because I knew it was real. <laughs> Dead fucking... Sea. It got that bad. It, it got so bad that I was like, I know
0: how they filmed this scene. I know how they did the stills. I d- I d- <laughs> I'm not even going to get into right? the, um, the, like the, the production technique where I'm <laughs> like, because... That's how deep I got I'd,
1: Yeah, That's how deep I got Where I, mm-hmm. I was noticing The production And I was like I can't I can't keep doing this So then I realized That I could be stimulated By super amateur Normal shit But now I'm watching like Ugly people have sex And now that's What's driving me And it wasn't until I read Thinking of Rich By Napoleon Hill Where He explained that That And that sexual energy Is normal But the outlet And the channeling of that is a choice
0: and that's where you're going to put it. And,
1: and it wasn't until I made the choice to say, push back against video games and push back against porn to where my dating life took off, my social life took off, my fitness took off financially shit took off business wise shit took off. I became a better communicator. I became more interesting, more charismatic all because I realized everything costs something. So why not put your time into the things that really fucking matter? But yeah. if you don't realize, if you don't realize that you're plugged into the matrix on purpose,
0: you'll never unplug. And you'll just stay stuck in the loop. And it,
1: it just, and I totally, I totally understand why. I Because I, re- I remember I was talking to you um a woman I was we, we were dating for a bit and she was so upset that her ex-husband would watch porn and i had to explain to her i'm like this is a very normal thing for men particularly if he's in a relationship and and things aren't going the best right but for her as a woman she just she couldn't understand like why if he had access to an actual human being Would he choose porn? And you'll get to the point, because I've I've met guys, I've met guys that have told me that they've jerked off to porn and they've had real sex and jerking off is better. Yeah. And it's because they've never fully experienced the far end of of genuine companionship, of genuine attraction, of genuine intimacy, because there's no fucking substitute for that. And it's weird to explain to someone who's never experienced it, but I hope that my content and if we keep doing things like this, I can get through to people so that they'll realize that you're, you're leaving so much on the table by doing things that the world will tell you are harmless, but in the long run, cost you everything, man. You could have, you could have built that business. You could have been that world champion. You know, you could have been that genius coder, that figured Fantastic. out some problem. You 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 could have created NFTs, right? But instead, so many of us, all of that potential is lost. In the same way that it's lost to drugs and and alcohol, it's actually akin to how our potential as males is is siphoned away on purpose, much like it is when. You know people's potential is, is is cut short through through drugs through through alcohol through um, obesity video games and porn are are two vices as well that completely sap a guy's potential now we understand that that there's a problem so I want to at least leave your listeners and, and viewers with with some practical takeaways so one of the first things that you can do when it comes to We'll start with video games, is figure out, and it gets scary, figure out how much time you spend playing. Yeah. Just track it. Yeah. So I'm creating a course and an audit program that will do this for you, but just by yourself, look at how many hours in a week do you spend doing this? You get 168 hours in a week. You're going to spend a handful of those sleeping. You're going to spend a handful of those working, hopefully going to the gym, eating, Grooming, traveling, etc. But if you're spending over fifteen hours a week playing video games, that's on average two hours a day, two hours a day, that you could be spending doing anything. And I'll Something
0: use more productive. I'll
1: use an extreme example. Prior to me finding out that I was allergic, I used to smoke weed a lot, and in a year. I would spend thousands and thousands of dollars on, on weed. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, I spoke to a guy who simply learned how to grow his own weed. He became a horticulturalist, but he learned how to grow his own weed and got good enough to where he could actually consume his own weed, whether it was indica or sativa. Right. Now, some people grow it and it's no good. I, I get that. But if the, I had spent two hours learning how to how to do that by the end a year later i could be making thousands of dollars off of the exact same
0: habit that's probably costing you money
1: and the time or and that's the key you you mentioned that the key word is 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 cost so all we're doing is looking at the opportunity cost the time that you spend investing in video games the time that you spend investing in porn if you invested that time in something else, would that change your life for the better, irreversibly for the better? So if you're doing over 15 hours a week, I mean, you're you're in a bit of trouble, not to say that you're going to die or the police are going to come to your door, but that's too much time, that's too much time in a week, in a month, in a year to be giving away to an artificial reward system. That has no real life application. Like you can't go to a party and become the life of the party unless you're the top zero 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 one percent celebrity who has a a streaming platform and a large audience. Outside of that, it doesn't work. You're not going to be that that person. So yeah, that that that's a coping mechanism. Oh, like I can make money. No, you're you're probably not going to make money. Ninety nine point nine percent chance you're not going to make money playing video games because you can't be casual you have to dedicate your life to getting good at one fucking game and after that game you can't really even think about doing uh, two you're definitely not going to do three unless you're prodigious at playing video games unless you were put here on earth to play for that purpose which is one maybe maybe there are a hundred people alive in that position who are so prodigious at video games that they can Professionally play more than what if it's 2k you got to stick to 2k You got to get super good. You got to spend thousands of hours on on 2k if it's overwatch You got to get super good and spend thousands of hours on overwatch because you're you're playing to not only understand all the variables But to understand human psychology and what your opponents are likely to do that Thousands of hours thousands of hours yeah. And then in, in the meantime, you could have spent that time studying trading stocks, crypto, um, being being an investor, real estate, picking up a trade, learning how to code, anything else. So if you're doing over 15 hours, yeah, you're you're in the danger zone. You, you have a bit of a problem. Then you have to realize, okay, if you're doing over 15 hours a week and you, you kind of do play too much video games... How can you wean yourself off? So if you're extreme, if you're at the extreme end, I kind of tell you, just cut back 25% at a time. 25% at a time. You won't notice the hours, but just cut it cut it a little bit. And then once you've accomplished 25%, the next month, do another 25%. If you found that you really struggled, then go another month at 25%. But you're just you're trying to cut it down slowly. If you're not at the extreme end, try going cold turkey. And what I mean by that is, maybe a couple of days a week. Maybe maybe leave your video games to one or two days a week. But really, what I'm trying to do is get you into into a position where you'll be comfortable to take that leap, where you don't play video games maybe for weeks or months, for years at a time, or the only time it you play be okay video with games, it. yeah. The only time you play is if there's a social setting, you're at a party. Everyone's playing. Yeah. You're not going to be that great, but who cares? Right? You might be better at socializing with the other people at the party, right? I was just about to bring that. You're socially adept now. You've worked on your humor. You understand the nuances of of human communication. You understand how to calibrate properly. You understand like micro communication where someone may say something, but the way that they say it, they may be saying something completely different. Right. Yeah, Someone may be making a joke, but they have deadpan humor, so they're saying it to you in a serious way, but you can pick up on the fact that it's a joke. Realize what works for you, what doesn't work for you. I had to learn the hard way that things that work for other people, and I'm talking about we'll get the room in, in like hysteria, I do it, and for whatever reason, it just doesn't work. But then I realized there are things that I said that just work for me. And yeah. other people will try and it doesn't but if you're if you're too busy plugged in to the matrix, it's not gonna happen. So the, the goal is to get you off video games entirely. That's my goal. Because anything more, anything more than than seven hours a week, in my humble opinion, is just too much time. It's too much. It's too much time. Anything more than that. And there are people, unfortunately, doing 50, 60, 70 hours a week. So I know I'm not going to get get you down to zero right away, but I know it's possible. Yeah. Then porn on the other side. Because I, I do offer a program. If my, my content, my free content isn't enough, I do actually offer a, a program that walks you through the exact steps on how to fully get yourself, wean yourself off of video games. So with porn, on the other hand now, may might be a bit tougher for sure because the motivation to to jerk off is coming from your your sexual energy, which is a completely different ball game yeah um quite possibly if you if you read and and subscribe to what's taught and think and grow rich, by napoleon hill um the strongest human urge that we that we have and I tend to agree with that I find that biologically the two major urges we have or the impetus that drives our species, the, the two impetuses, I think if, that, if that's In, a word,
0: impetise, Impetuses. who <laughs> knows, <impetutuses>. words, um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's to be honest to av- avoid eliminating your, your like terminating your life, avoid death, yeah, basically, yeah. avoid death, like that's, that's one thing we can all do, that's one thing we all do very well, um, for the most part,
0: okay, that might kill me, I'm... Gonna do something else. Exactly. (laughs) Avoid that deathly thing. Try
1: not to have it be game over. And then the other thing is the replication of our genes.
0: Right. Those are the... the,
1: If you look at the two things since humanity started that have been consistent up until now, and people might say, love, compassion, I get it, food, I I get it.
0: But really, it's avoiding that. Even those are related to that, too. They are. Because... If you don't eat, you're going to get unalived, as they say on the internet now. Yeah. Um, and love, although there's obviously different types of love, mm-hmm. but like it's that intimacy. It's, it's in related to pro, like Listen. continuing the, the gene pool. Yes, yes. You know? Love.
1: What other reason would men have to leave where they are to go fight somewhere and die? What What other reason is there? What other, except for to protect the things that, that we hold dear, our loved ones, our lineage. Yeah. Obviously there are times where men will fight and die for their ideas and ideals. but generally speaking, the main reason we we, we go to war and the main reason why we we engage in conflict and the main reason why we seek to conquer and, and expand is for the, our loved ones. It's to improve their status, their quality of life, their resources, etc. I'm not saying every single time it happens, it's, it's right. I'm just saying that if we look at the two driving forces behind our species, there always seems to be not becoming unalived and continuing your lineage. Yep. Right? And I know even people, I, I can't speak to the, the homosexual experience but i read a book called the moral animal and even though people who aren't engaging in in heteronormative sex or engaging in sex but not for the purpose of procreation are still participating in the gene replication process yeah because biologically there's an inherent desire to avoid being terminated and to replicate yourself so Video games and porn are counterproductive in both. You don't live your full life when you're playing video games. You're you're not really alive. You're you're an NPC, essentially, which is, in video game terms, a non-playable character. And then with porn, you're constantly avoiding the real human connection, which there's no substitute for. So now, if you're watching porn, your brain is connected to your computer as opposed to a person, right? And that difference, like I was saying at the beginning, I have a feeling the the conspiracy there is in me has a feeling that that yes, there's greed behind it because the the most profitable one of the most profitable business businesses is is, is porn. And most, I think the top three websites, period, are, are all porn sites. That makes sense. But why do you have to participate in that when you know it's not doing you any good? So with porn now, same thing. Let's say you're, you're, you're like me. You're beating off. You're rubbing it out five daily if you're doing it daily. Try to wean yourself off by maybe only doing it once every other day. And then from there, maybe go to like once or twice a week. But you wanna to get to that point where you're not doing it anymore. That's that's part A. Part B, and this is super, super important. And this might be even more important than the than the frequency. Stop jerking off to porn and the visual stimulus and start trying, especially if you can't stop yourself from from or masturbating, like, like the position that I was
0: in. Try to masturbate to your own thoughts. Mm. Like some of what we had to do when we were kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you try, know, try, right. before, before the internet. Before the internet. The video and... Try to, try to masturbate
1: to your own thoughts. So that way, at least your, your brain isn't so connected. It's a self-contained system. Right. So the outrageous stimulus, that's, that's unrealistic. And then that's going to make you potentially, you know, impotent when, if an opportunity presents itself to, to engage in, in intimate behavior. So get your brain off of watching it It, because it's, it's the visual stimulus that just sucks you in. Once you can start masturbating to your own thoughts then you want to wean yourself off by not necessarily doing it every day. And again, I am offering a curriculum that will teach you how to do this. This is an easy course, it's gamified, it's a video course. I get to kind of go into even more detail about what it is that's that's so interesting based on what your niche is, whether it's video games or or porn, and then look at the fact that depending on where you land, because this is you know, we gotta close this up, but I, I I have some stories. I I've I've worked in a sex club. So there's nothing I haven't really seen. And um whatever your fetish is, generally speaking, if it's not illegal, um and I wanna put that that disclaimer, like if it's illegal or you're 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 violating human beings, no, like that's that's not okay. But if it's not illegal, generally speaking you will be able to find human beings that are like-minded and that the, are like-minded that you can connect with. And, and in the it's just unplugging from the, the artificial connections. Yeah. So I know like a lot of what we're seeing is go deeper into the metaverse and, and, and connect to the machines even more. But I think there's never been a better time to connect to humans because there's genuinely, even with the best AI, even with flesh bots and, sex dolls and there's genuinely nothing that can take the place of, of a human being
0: yeah that 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 human connection so speaking of human connection uh how can the amazing human beings that are watching and listening to this oh with nice you segue man see that's i smooth. try he's been working I, on it man this is perfect that was smooth this man
1: so <laughs> so CFG lifestyle on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook and on Twitch. And then you can also go to cfglifestyle.com where I'll have all my links there as well. And then on LinkedIn, you can just go to Chosen for Greatness Inc, which is the the company and then CFG lifestyle is the brand and if you are so inclined You can check out my personal life, which will get progressively more exciting at Craig J. So C-R-A-I-G-J dot Cameron. And that's on on IG. So by the time this is released, you guys will have a lot of content to work with. And if I am able to to help you, if you can relate to what I've gone through, if you're in the abyss as well, so to speak, and you come out of it even a little bit, let me know, man. It, It definitely gives me the the motivation to keep moving forward and, and help more people. And also uh, Jordan, much appreciated. Yeah. For the for the opportunity, man. This was this was awesome. I, I personally feel as though we have to do this again.
0: Oh definitely. I'm basically there,
1: inviting myself back.
0: But There's like, there's gonna be like a part two, three, four. This could easily yeah. be a series. Because I I can go into like details, man. Like
1: there are so many things we didn't get to 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 talk about, but We'll leave it here for now. And yeah, man, appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Likewise, Greg. Thank, thank you so much for coming on. And, um, and and I, I know there's there's so many other places we could go with these conversations, and and we'll uh, we'll have to see like what makes sense. And also like if you're watching or listening, feel free to leave a comment or um or or, or anything on any of the uh, the platforms on the you know whether it's podcasting or YouTube or wherever this is. Um, feel free to leave a comment. What you would like to see? What where else would you like to see this conversation go? Because. Greg and I are really excited to, to get into more of this. So thanks so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one.
1: Peace. Yeah. Cheers.
0: Amazing, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. I was, that dude, was, the, there are so many places this could good. go. Like, let me listen, yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why, like, I, when you were telling me the time, I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. Like, I didn't.
0: Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. Hope you've enjoyed it and found it valuable. If you're curious on how to create content like this, or any kind of video content, either for yourself or as a service to others, I want to give you access to my video editing course, Editing Enhanced. This course is designed to help you get better at editing video content and to take your video editing skills to the next level. Whether you're a complete beginner and just need to understand the basics, or you're pretty confident with editing and want to take things up a notch, this course will have lots for you to take advantage of. Now, there may or may not be a discount code in the description and show notes for this episode, so be sure to have a look out for that and head on over to starta.ca slash editing enhanced to get access to the course. Thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you again on the next episode.